Okay, so we're going to pick it up from the Mishnah on Daf Chav Zayin on Daf, sorry, on Daf Chav Beis Amid Beis. The Mishnah is at the bottom, Chav Beis Amid Beis. So the Mishnah says like this: Ha'isa Sukase Bereish Hagala or Bereish Hasvina. If you make a sukkah on top of a car, a top of a wagon, or a top of a boat, kshera, it's kosher. But oilin la biyamtif, and you're allowed to use it. Now this is the chiddush of this is is that although it's mobile, it's fine because the whole concept of a sukkah is that it has to be dir sarai. It's supposed to be a temporary dwelling, so you can make it on a boat, even though the boat's moving, but the ground of the sukkah is stationary. It's moving with the boat, so that's fine. If you live on a boat, you have to put a mezuzah. Yes, without a bracha, but yes, potentially yes. But but yes, you would have to put a mezuzah. Um, that's the, the, the Rashi says that that's not the chiddush. The chiddush is the next line. Let's say you make a sukkah in a tree or on top of a camel. So you have the camel as like the the floor, and you put a sukkah all around it. So here's the halacha. The halacha is it's kosher It's kosher for cholamayid. You're not allowed to use it on Yamtiv because the halacha is you're not allowed to climb a tree or to have any use of an animal. You're not allowed to ride an animal or climb a tree on Yamtiv because we're afraid you'll break off a branch. So this is a kosher sukkah for Chalamayr. Not kosher for Yamtiv because you can't go in. Chabad, Chabad has these, you know, flatbed trucks where they put sukkahs on. Exactly. So this, this would be, yes, yeah, so, so this, this would be a kosher sukkah, but you just can't go in on, on Yamtiv because you, can, you can't get in because you'd have to climb a tree. That's the halacha. Now, let's say Shtayim be'ilan va'achas be'day adam. They do have pictures over here. It's not very complicated. Let's say you have it where there's two walls, right? You need three walls for a sukkah. Two of the walls are in a tree. Shtayim be'ilan va'achas be'day adam. But one is not in a tree. They have a, they have a picture over here. It's not very complicated. Uh, is this Here. Shtayim be'ilan va'achas be'day adam. So you have two of them. Two of them are in the tree. Two walls are in the tree. And one is... Either outside of the tree. Okay, so you. Huh? I have a picture. Or two are using man made structures, let's say, using two walls of a house, and then the third wall is a tree. You're not allowed to go into the sukkah. It's still kosher, but you can't go in, because as long as one of the integral walls is a tree, that's called using the tree. Meaning we don't say, well, two walls are a house, so why can't I, I go in there? The answer is, yeah, well, one of the walls is the tree, and if you would take the tree away, the whole thing would fall apart. It's only because you're climbing up. And, and you're not allowed to make use of a tree. It's not even just climbing. What if I have a, what if the tree, I have a normal sukkah, and I have a tree over here? No, as long as, if the tree is the wall. I can't it, use it? No, because you would be making use of a tree. The halacha is that when it comes to Shabbos, not only are you not allowed to climb a tree, you're not allowed to swing in a tire that's coming from a tree. What if it's my fourth wall? Oh, so that we're gonna, right now we're going to say, I'm sorry, yeah, you were saying? Yeah. So, with that in mind, would that, would that also mean, I guess, separately but similar, that you wouldn't be able to go into a treehouse on Shabbos or Yontif? Correct. Even if there's like a ladder? Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. 100%. Then the mission says, now, let's say if the third wall is of the tree, but you have three completely walls, meaning even if you were to remove the tree, the sukkah would still be standing and it would be kosher. Then it's fine. Yeah. Could be a problem, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's the tree part. Then it says, "Zehaklag." Go to the next page. The the rule is, if I were to remove the tree, if the sukkah is still kosher and standing, you're fine. If not, not. So you could have three. You could have 
situations where there's like three walls, but technically, if you would remove the tree, the whole thing would fall apart. No good. That's the definition. The t- definition is if the tree is holding up the sukkah, practically or halachically, you cannot go into the tree on, on Yom Tov. Now, I would just assume a camel is wider, but no, it doesn't. It could be a, it could be an ox, it could be a bison. It doesn't have to be a camel. I never saw anyone that discusses it. So let's start the Gemara. Today's daf is actually very very quick, not, not very hard. So it starts the Gemara. Money Mastisan, who is the author of our Mishnah? Now the first halach of the Mishnah was that you're allowed to make a tree on a boat, even though it's by definition temporary because the whole thing is moving. And what type of structure could you make on a boat? But it's fine. So who is the author of our Mishnah that a tree on a boat, uh, a suk on a a, a suk on a boat is kosher. It's Rav Akiva. It's Rav Akiva. Titania, the Bryce says, If you make a sukkah in a boat, Rav Gamliel posel. Rav Gamliel says it's posel. As we'll see in a moment, we're talking about Rav, Rav Gamliel was discussing a situation where the boat, um, the, the sukkah was not strong enough to be held up and it could blow over. So Rav Gamliel felt that's too temporary. And Rav Akiva Machshir, Rav Akiva said it's fine. We'll see exactly when they argue in a moment. There was a situation where Rav Gamliel and Rav Akiva were once traveling on a boat, and they themselves argued about whether you can make a sukkah in a boat. So Rav Akiva got up, made the sukkah in the boat. What happened? The next day, a wind blew and knocked the sukkah over. Which is exactly why Rav Gamliel didn't like a sukkah in a boat. So I'm like Rav Gamliel, Akiva hechan sukkah secha. So the next morning, Rav Gamliel went over to Rav Akiva. He says, Akiva, where's your sukkah? Meaning, uh, there's a reason why I told you it's not kosher because it goes blown over. Now, what's the pshat? The pshat is like this: you have to make a sukkah that's temporary. It still has to be able to stand up. Now, there's two different types of winds when it comes to on the ground here. There's ruach metsuya, the standard wind that you'll get on an average Tuesday. And then there's Ruach Ein which is a tempest, a hurricane, hurricane-type winds. The truth is, the Gemara understands that the wind, the average wind in the ocean, as we all know, is much stronger than the average wind over here. So I'll just say it out so we'll see it inside. The Machlekes of Rukiva and of Gamliel is, you built a sukkah that would stand up in Queens, but it's not able to stand up in the ocean. So do we say, well, yeah, you made a structure that under normal circumstances is stable. Or do we say, no, you got to look at where you are. In the ocean, it's not going to be able to stand. The wind is too strong here. That was the Machlaikis of Akiva and the Urgamil. The Gemara speaks it out. The Gemara says... If it's not able to stand to the average wind in Queens on the ground, everyone agrees, no good. Because that, that's nothing. That's not a structure. It could blow over by, based on the average wind. Of course, no good. And if we're able to withstand even the strongest winds in the ocean, of course no one would have a problem. Rav Gamliel, when he says you can't make a sukkah in a boat, if it, was, if it was structurally sound enough that it could withstand you know, storms at the ocean, why would Rav Gamliel have a problem with it? Of course not. The machlokas is, or a slightly different version, uh, if you look at the Masei Sashas, Baruch Yam. The Machlokas is, it could stand the average wind on land, but it's not able to stand the average wind at the ocean. So the question is, Rav Gamliel, Savar Sukadiris Keva Bi'inon, Baruch Rav Gamliel holds, 
we've had this a couple of times, this Mesechter of Gamliel holds that the sukkah has to be more of a permanent dwelling. And therefore, the fact that it could stand up to the queen's winds is not enough. It has to be able to withstand right now. Rav Kiva Savar, Sukkotiris Arai Be'inon, V'kiva Nechel Am, Baruch Metzui, Diabashik Sher. Rav Kiva fundamentally holds that a sukkah is more of a temporary dwelling. Once it's a temporary dwelling, then it doesn't matter whether it could withstand the, 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 the stormy wind. As long as it could withstand the wind somewhere... That, that's enough. It's temporary anyway. It doesn't have to be so strong. Okay. Let's go weiter. Masis and money. Now, the next thing we said, that if you make a sukkah on a behema, it's kosher, but you could only go in on chalamayr. Because you can't climb, you can't climb an animal on yomtev. So it's kosher for chalamayr. Meaning, you could have a situation where the sukkah, you made a kosher sukkah that's only valid five days of yomtev. Yeah. So that's the question. Who, who is that's our Mishnah? Who is our Mishnah likes? The Gemara says the truth is our Mishnah is a machlokas tanoim. Masis and Mani Rav Meir he the Mishnah follows Rav Meir. The Tanya Osa Sukasa Agabe Behemer Rav Meir Machsher Rav Meir has no problem with making a sukkah on top of a, an animal. Rav Yehuda Posel Rav Yehuda is against it. My time to be why? Because Amar Kroch Chaga Sukkas Tasselch Shivas Yomim. The pasuk says make a sukkah for seven days. Now we understand that means for seven days you have to have a sukkah. He says no, it means a sukkah has to be usable for all seven. <laughs> If it's not usable for all seven, in this case, you can't go in on Yomtev because it's, a, it's, it's not an animal. It's muksa, whatever the uh, rabbinic prohibition is. Because it's not usable on Yomtev, it's only usable on that's not a, a valid sukkah. Sukkah has to be usable for all seven days. So uh, in the case of, let's say, a, uh, a flatbed truck, okay, it's, it's staying stationary. And we, we learned, we learned uh, I think, uh, I forgot what the receptor was, yeah, but if you have a, sta- a, a, a stationary uh, vehicle, you're allowed to lean lean against uh, against it on Shabbos, right? Yeah. So what about what about what's the difference between leaning against it and walking uh, and, and walking onto the? Okay, so that's a very good question. I, the, the, you're asking a question, Stam, which is, would this argument about going on an animal apply to going? Let's say you had to climb a in a flatbed truck. Yeah. I think it might be okay if the car doesn't move. The problem is sometimes Chabad, not Chabad, sometimes you, people will make sukkahs like in a car, like in right, a sunroof of a car. That you have to now open the door and get in, which yeah. is obviously a problem. But if, if Shut up all the lights. Okay. Um, it's a machlegas sure. whether you're allowed to open the door because you're, you're not allowed to move muksa. You're allowed to touch muksa but not move it. That's the halacha. So you could touch a muksa item, but you can't move a muksa item. So there's a machlegas whether you're allowed to open up a car door. Correct. But I'm saying, are you allowed to open up a car door because... Oh, that's interesting. You know, I'm going to check it up. They're arguing no, about an animal. There's a special prohibition of going on an animal. Car is just standard muksa. Right. That's interesting. I'm going to check it up. It could be a car is motulakuli alma. It could be. It could be a twine according to everybody. It's very possible. It, it also, it would fall under the category of what we were just talking about about uh, the is Whether for sure, meaning for sure, a mayor would be okay with the try because right. he's okay with an animal. The right. question is, what would a view that could be a view that's okay with it too? I'll have to check. So the Gemara says, Sukkah Rui Lashiva, Shema Sukkah, Sukshen Rui Lashiva, Loi Shema Sukkah. For Rameir, Hanami, so what does Rameir do with that? Doesn't Rameir agree that a Sukkah has to be valid for all seven days? The answer is, it is valid. Technically, on a biblical level, you could ride an animal on Yom Tov. Right? The, the Sukkah is valid biblically for seven days. It's a rabbinic prohibition you're not allowed to go on an animal. So this Sukkah is a valid Sukkah on a biblical level for seven days. It's rabbinically only valid five, but it's technically valid for seven days. Okay, now this is talking about where the Sukkah is on top of the animal. 
What if a different situation? What if I make a sukkah on the ground, but I use an animal as the wall? Right? I have, I have a horse. He stands there all day anyway. He's lazy. So I just say, you know what? Let me just put him there. He's big. He'll be the third wall. Is that a problem halachically? So it's a machlokas. Also, there is a machlokas whether an animal is allowed to be the third wall of a sukkah. Rav Meir posel, Rav Yudah machshir. It's a machlokas or Meir and Rav Yudah. Rav Meir is against it. Rav Yudah is fine with it. Why? Rav Meir Oimer. Rav Meir was against it because he used to say, yeah. Oh, so that's that's the question. The question is why is Rav Meir against it? No, oh, so we're going to figure out why is Rav Meir against it. So one reason is very simple: animals walk. You can't have you can't have walls of the sukkah that could just walk away. So that that's one that's one potential issue. No, it's not tummy when it's alive. Living animals are not tummy. Dead animals are tummy. Even if it's tummy, why can't I have it from tummy? So the Gemara says Shayir was against it because Rameir had the following rule. Um, any living animal cannot be a wall for a sukkah it can't be a lechi a lechi is that standing post by the end of the community drive which we've talked about a lot can't just stand up a, you know, a dog can't be a living animal like Pasilibirios is also we talked about where if you want to get water out of a well they would put these four corner posts you can't have animals stand there it can't serve as a, as a tombstone, uh, meaning to cover over a grave to stop the tumor from going up. Animals cannot serve as any of these things. We'll see why in a moment. And Yoisi added, You can't write a get on a living animal. I right, have a pen. You got, a, you got a, a hairless cat, and you're just like, I'll just write the get on it. No good. Um, now, my time is very Why is Ramir against the walls of a sukkah being an animal? So there's two objections. Abaya Amr Shema Tomus. Abaya says very simple. The animal might die. If the animal dies, it falls over. If it falls over, you, you lost your wall. A wall has to be 10 tefachim tall, 30 inches. In animals, a horse is 30 inches when it's standing, not when it keels over. So Abaya says very simple. The reason why we're against this is because the animal might die any moment, and any animal could just die. It could just dry, get a heart attack and drop dead, and then... It'll fall over, and now it's not... And, and, so then a sukkah won't be valid. No, his point is that a sukkah that by definition can can implode at any moment, it's a problem. That's a bias objection. Rabbah has, I think, a much... Or Zaira has a, a, a much simpler objection. Shem Tivrach. A- animals walk all the time. How could you have a sukkah wall where you're about to eat, and then all of a sudden the walls just go, and they just start walking? So either we're afraid the, wall, the animal's going to fall over, die, or it's going to walk away. Now, the Gemara's going to ask... Why would, let's say that your uh, Zayir is like, I'm afraid the animal's going to walk away. Why isn't he afraid the animal's going to die? And the animal always says the animal's going to die. Why isn't he afraid? Of, meaning, these are two legitimate concerns. So it's, why, why is one Amora only concerned about one and the other one only concerned about the other? Meaning, in order to make this kosher, you'd have to fix both. Why is one focusing on one and one focusing on the other? So the, let's just see it inside. But pill kosher, now if you have a tied up elephant, Kuli Amole Pligi, then it's fine according to everybody. Why? If an animal, if an elephant falls over and dies, even on its side, it's thirty inches off the ground. So if you're afraid that it'll die, even if it dies, it's still fine. Keep and 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 um, and and by, because it's tied, it can't run away. So if it's an, a tied-up animal, everyone agrees is for sure fine. 
The machlekes is an untied elephant. If you're afraid that the animal is going to die, so even if it dies, it'll still be 30 inches on its side. It's, an elephant is still 30 inches off the ground. But if you're afraid the animal will walk away, an untied elephant, elephant could walk away. So that would be a machlokas or of Zeir and Abayah. So the Gemara says... Are we more concerned like, like, what, like you said before about, about the animal being tummy, possibly? No, because I, I don't. Oh, yeah, but I, I don't. I don't know. What's the objective? Uh, since when is is a dead? Like since when is tummy a problem? I don't know. It's, it's the walls it doesn't have to be schach. Schach is kosher. Yeah, it could be tummy. So the Gemara says, okay. So you're telling me that if the elephant is untied, so the one who's afraid that it's going to die is fine because even if it dies, it'll still be ten inches, ten twachim off the ground. But why isn't he afraid it's going to walk away? I Meaning that's still legitimate concern. So how could he kosher it? He says it's kosher in that case. But how? Why, why isn't he concerned the animal's going to walk away? The answer is, the answer is like this. No, take it back. When the elephant is untied, everyone is against it. Because either it'll it'll walk, because it, it could still walk away. Even if it died, but it could still walk away. The machlekes is a tied up horse. Or a tied up donkey. A tied up other animal. It's tied up so it can't walk away, but if it dies, it'll fall over. A horse on its side is not ten tvachim. So the Gemara says the whole machlokes between Abai and Rabzeira is what do you do if you have a tied up horse? Can a tied up horse be the third wall? The one who says that it's going to walk away will be fine with this because it's not going to walk away, but the one who says that it might die, well, it might die and it'll be less than ten tvachim. So the Gemara says. Yeah, but I don't understand. So you're telling me that Rav Zeir is okay with a horse that's tied up, but why isn't he concerned the animal's going to die? Right? He's only concerned the animal's going to walk away, so it's tied up. But why isn't he concerned the animal's going to die? The answer is... Misa You don't have to be concerned of death. You can't live your life thinking that something's going to die like that. If everything's healthy, well, why are you worried? Okay. So therefore the machlokes is you have a tied up horse. So the one one is afraid that it's going to die and it'll kill over and be less than ten tvach. And the other one's not afraid of death. And it's tied up so it can't walk away. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, uh, if you look at a horse, horses are not flat. There's a lot of space in between their legs. So what do you do with that space? Right? It's like this. So there's a whole bunch of space there. Yeah? So the Gemara says, so what about all the space in between the legs? So the Gemara says, David la bahutza, David la bahutza v'dafna. Um, you fill it with stuff. Meaning, you, you have, put the animal there, tie him up, and then fill the area in between his legs with hay. Meaning, you got to fill the space. The Gemara says, okay, uh, one more thing. You tie it up, right? So you tie it up so that's it's tied so it can't move. But you know what it could do? It could sit down. Why aren't you afraid it's going to crouch down? It'll just go take a nap. And if it takes... Meaning it can't walk in either direction. But it could just go to sleep. And if it goes to sleep, it's now under 10 tzvachim too. The whole thing, you're afraid that it's going to die. Well, forget about death. What if the cow wants to take a nap? I, we, we were in, the, in there. We, we saw cows recently, like a couple days ago. They just lie in there. They're chewing and eating. They're on the floor. So why can't? why aren't you concerned? It's just going to take a nap and just go down. It's not going to be high enough, you're saying? Yeah, it'll be less if it's lying down. It's not 10 to So the Gemara says, ah, oh, you tie it up from the top also. 
Meaning it's not just tied this way, it's being held up by like hooks. Like it's, it cannot go down. So the Gemara says, oh, wait a minute. If you tell me it can't go down, then what are you concerned about death? Even if it dies, it, the whole point, right? The whole point is like, oh, if you're afraid of death, it'll fall over. Not if it's tied up. If it's tied up anyway, it's tied up in each direction. The Gemara says, Thomas so the answer is Zimnin the Muki Law Bipachas Mishlaisha Samaklasako the next page. The Kiva de Maisa Kavotza Balavadite. The situation is where the animal is exactly seven and a half tvachim. It's within three tvachim of the schach. We know that within three is considered lovud, right? So if the animal's seven and a half and he's within three, that's ten. And he's held up, so he can't really move. But if he moves even a couple inches, no good. We're not concerned with the animal just crouching, because why would the animal do this? Right? The animal can't get to the ground. But if the animal dies, it'll fall down a little bit. Meaning, it's held up enough, but it has to be exactly stra- straight up. So a living animal will only go down if it can lie down. But if it can't, it'll stand up. We're afraid that if it dies, it'll crouch. That's the thing. We just said we don't... The one who's concerned of death oh, okay. is afraid that it'll crouch a little. Okay, so you have a machlokas, Abaya and Rabzeira, in why Rav Meir is against it. Seemingly, Rav Meir is against it because he's afraid of death. So the Gemara says, we'll just finish with this. According to Abaya, yeah, why is Rav Meir against using an animal as a wall? Because it might die. Rameir is not concerned about death. So according to Abaya, Rameir is concerned of death, Ravida is not concerned of death. The problem is, that's not what we have. We have a tradition not like that. That means that according to Abaya, Rameir is concerned of something going wrong, Rameir is concerned of breaking of death, Ravida is not. The problem is, we have the following Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this, we have a, the halacha is like this: that if a kayin marries a non-kayhenes, a regular girl, she could eat truma, even though she's not a kayhenes, but she's married to a kayin. Once her husband dies, no more. So, what if her husband travels? He's going to Israel for the summer on business. She could continue eating, and we're not concerned that he's dead somewhere. You could assume that people are alive. That's the Mishnah. Urmin and Aleo, we have a contradiction. You're telling me that we're not concerned of death, but wait a minute. Let's say a Kayan gives his non kayhenes wife a divorce. And he says, This is this Harezagitach This is a conditional get. You are divorced an hour before I die. So you're not divorced now. But if I die an hour before you're, you're divorced, why would, you do yeah. why would he do this? Um, he wants to avoid yibum issues, probably, because then they're divorced. There's no, there's no potential yibum. I don't so he did this. The halacha is she can't eat truma anymore. Right. Why? Because she's going to eat right. an hour later. He's going to die, Maybe. which means retroactively she was divorced at the time. But that means she shouldn't be able to ever have it. Correct. She's in the Correct. House with him. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is, so we have a contradiction. One, one Mishnah says that we're not concerned that he's dead. But the other one says that if you give her a divorce, we're concerned that they're going to die within the hour. So are we concerned of death or are we not concerned of death? One time we are, one time we aren't. That was the question that we had in Gittin. What was the answer? And the Gemara's answer was, like Kasha, Harav Meir Deloy Chayish Lamisa, Harav Yehuda Dechayish Lamisa. The Gemara and Gittin responded that both are authored by different people. Rav Meir, Loy Chayish Lamisa. Rav Meir, not concerned of death. Rav Yehuda is concerned of death. 
So the con- and we'll see in a moment which Rameir and which Rabbi that is. But the contradiction is like this: We're saying that Rameir is concerned of death, and that's why you can't use an animal as, as the wall of a sukkah. And Rav Yehuda is not concerned of death, and that's why it's fine. But over here it's the opposite. Rameir loichayish lamisa and Rav Yudachayish lamisa. So over here we said Rameir is concerned of death, but over there we said Rameir is not concerned of death. Over there we said Rav Yehuda is concerned and uh, not concerned. It's the opposite. Uh, just to answer that question, uh, which Rameir and which Rav Yehuda? It's the this we've had many times. I'll just tell you outside. We'll see it inside. No, uh, I'll just say outside, and we'll stop. Um, which Rameir and Rav Yehuda, when it says concerned of death, it says that Rameir is Rameir is not concerned of death, Rav Yehuda is. Now, which Rameir and Rav Yehuda is that referring to? That's referring to the following situation. You have a bottle of wine, and you have to separate Shumas and Maizras, but you don't have a cup to pour it into. We've had this numerous times. It has to do with Brera. So what do you do? So Rav Meir says, here's what you do. You drink the bottle of wine, keep drinking, and just say before... I'm going to leave over seven ounces of the bottle. Two of the ounces I want to be truma, one of the ounces I want to be miser, and you can drink. And then Brera, afterwards, we say that it was uh, that, that what you drank was the non-truma. Ramir is okay with that. Rav Yehuda is against it. Why? And the Gemara over there explains, because Rav Yehuda is afraid, it'll break. I mean, it's a very nice thing, but what happens if you break it and you don't end up separating? You drink, you drink Tevel. So Rav Yehuda is concerned for breakage. Rav Meir is not. So the Gemara says the same thing. Rav Yehuda is concerned for death. Rav Meir is not. That machlokas of whether we're concerned for the bottle breaking would be a similar concern of whether we're concerned for death. You could argue there's a fundamental difference between death and a bottle breaking in statistical probabilities, but the Gemara assumes they're the same. So the question that we're going to end with this, we, we're ending off on a question, and that is that Rav Abaya holds that Rav Meir is concerned of death and Rav Yudah is not regarding a sukkah. We just prove that Rav Meir is not concerned of death and Rav Yudah is. So we're going to have to figure out how to reconcile that contradiction of whether Rav Meir is chayish lamisa and whether Rav Yudah is chayish lamisa or not. All right, we'll stop here. Pick it up on Shabbos. Afternoon. I don't remember what time. Uh, is that the time? How did we make that? How did we make that?